Boys from Bosk Podcast. Presented by the new establishment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest, the greatest, the mightiest, yes, the mightiest episode of The Boys from Bosk. I'm joined by my erstwhile comrade, partner, and um, one half of the new team of Love and Thunder. Big days! How are you? You all right? It's hot here in the... afternoon. It's hot here in the city at the moment, and um, it's been... And I just realised I'm wearing the vest of the, the new... NBA champions. All right. Well Since, speaking of Warriors, the latest uh, film from the Thunder God has arrived, and it's the only Marvel superhero to reach four movies, in actual fact, outside of Spider-Man. Um, is it not more than four? Is what? More than four. It's the only one to reach... Thor's the only one that's had four. Four is more, has more than four movies. Yeah, four is the only one to hit four. Like, no one else has done that. Iron Man he's didn't been do that. About eight, though, Captain America didn't do that. True, true, true. But um, he's the first one to do it, and Love and Thunder was released, I think, yesterday. It's been out in the States, I think, as... I don't know, I think they had previews last week, because I saw a few people reviewing straight out of cinema but um it's only released this weekend in the states and apparently it's hit a nice um 29 mil uh in spite of some negative reviews i might add uh it's not done so well with um reviewers and there's a few people out there who, who are feeling a bit hurt by the whole thing but me and the big dave went to see it today we did. and we're going to review that shortly but first we'll hit up a few of the other reviews namely the boys Hit its final episode today. It's been um what? It's now the third season of the boys. End end of the third season now. I think that yeah, was, so that it's, was the, it's, it's the end of the third season of the boys, and that's um in itself quite impressive because this show is, is 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 a bit wild. It's not as wild as a comic book, but it's pretty wild. Um, it's as wild as you get for TV. Um, is it is it the wildest we've had for TV? South Park, I want to say some of this stuff for, for live know, action. This would turn into last the last episode would have turned into a porn movie if it wasn't good for TV. I don't know. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. If it went any further, it would literally be porn. That is very yeah. true, and there's no way they could have done that. But they did. There were a lot of people disappointed by that, but I reckon that's the porn hub effect. Do you know what I mean? Well, people there's so there's used only to... so much you can get away with for standard mm. television. So. Yeah. But I have to say, most of the story in this one Where else would you happened see in the last... Winkle trying to shake hands with a man. True, what was it? Love Sausage. That was it. Hey, yeah. come into the party! Um, uh, this this season, I, I found, was probably the most... The season dragged a lot for me. Especially maybe the first three episodes. First three, two, three episodes. And I have to say, until Hero Gasm... I think... Yeah, until Hero Gotham, it didn't really pick up that much. And I have to say, this the last couple of episodes had the most powerful, some of the most powerful scenes in it, especially with Black Noir. Black Noir, right, a character that's managed to get to the third season and we knew nothing about. In the last maybe three episodes, we learned who he was, we learned how much pain he was in, and we actually, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say the correct word was care for him, we kind of felt for him a little bit by the end of this season. Um, and just like the other black character in The Walking... Free. Just like the other black character in The Walking Dead, he managed to get some lines. We never had any lines <laughs> for the first four seasons of Walking Dead. He's dead. And... Um, well, I think, yeah, he... he was no, it T-Dog? Do you remember T-Dog? It's all written down. Huh? Uh, yeah. T Dog had no lines. That's why he left, wasn't it? Because yeah. he didn't get no lines. No, he, he said he was interviewed once and he said, He's like, I'm always easiest, here, but I'm getting no lines. Yeah, easiest gig in the world. I get paid and I don't have to say anything. Who's going to complain about that? Um, uh, But yeah, the, the boy yeah, still manages to shock. I, I think it's lost a lot of, um, it lost a lot of the shock value after the first season because the first season was very powerful. I mean, there were lots of blood and guts everywhere. Second season, Stormfront really carried that show in terms of... I don't know, the second, ep- the second episode when she went down the alley and just blew all the heads off, that was quite mm. out there. Yeah, no, no, with you. I just think the... You know. I think especially with this season, it you know, the expectations would have been like, they can't, they can't top that. And boy, did they top that. And the performances, again, the Carl Urban... Can you go? Yeah, Carl Urban... 
That's God. I'm sorry. He, he deserves, and everybody keeps going, Anthony Starr deserves a word for, uh, an award for Homelander. Carl Urban deserves some, some, like, they need to be chucking awards at Carl Urban because Carl Urban, again, he's been in so many films and people don't the recognize is, it. It's always the American hero, isn't it? That's, that's what I want. Oh, the American hero, not, mm. not the English baddie. Anthony Starr's good, don't get me wrong. I don't want to take away from anybody in this cast. From Carl Urban to Jack Quaid, Erin Moriarty, even um, the guy Mother's Milk, Laz Alonso, um, all great. Even a deep had some moments I love, there. I love, I love the deep. I feel like <laughs> he doesn't no, do I, much, I, but the stuff that he does do makes me laugh. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I don't. Uh, but I think know. that plays on the role of the. You know, like Aquaman was always the the piss taker. When it yeah. comes to the Marvel comics and stuff like that, DC, it's DC, like the big switch around. Don't don't lose your nerd credentials here, will you? And um, <laughs> and uh, even even the supporting cast, like um, what's her name, Ashley, uh, played by Colby Min Minifi, she's superb. Like for the past three seasons, she's been pulling her hair out, and you see the final effects of that in the last episode. And I think that's <laughs> that's like everybody's superb in this show. And I think it really works because of it. And I can't... It's so much better than a comic book in ways that I just can't explain because the, the comic book's horrific. Um, the language they use... I know it was late home and late 90s, but it was a lot more. Very much horrific book. Whereas this... I know this just seems perfect. This seems a perfect antidote to, antidote to all the stuff Marvel's doing. It holds itself up well, especially against shows like Peacemaker, which try, I think, to ape its style as well, the violence and the shock value, but doesn't quite do it as well as The Boys does. Well, I think, they can. Um, hmm? I think there's a different sort of thing with HBO Max to Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but there's still, like, That's The like Boys. The, net, the Netflix versus Disney sort of thing, you know? No, I, I don't reckon. I reckon HBO, HBO, when they made Peacemaker, they watched the boys oh, to see did. how far they could go. Um, and I think they've, they've gone for that sort of shot value, but the boys just works better for me. Like, it's got this massive cast. And like I said, they did Black Noir, a great, the guy who plays Black Noir, no lines, but probably you felt, I felt a lot for him by the, by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, and I just think that works. Sorry, that works really, that. really well. Um, it's like snake eyes. Mm. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I, I, I'm glowing just talking about this show. It's superb. I, I, in the last episode, as a finale, it it was a bit sketchy in the sense that you knew Homelander weren't going down. You knew he, like the odds were they weren't going to take Homelander down. And so you you pretty much figured the story was going to go one of certain ways. And although it doesn't quite, some like I, I don't want to put any spoilers down, but as far as I'm concerned, one of the best superhero fights I've certainly seen, one of the best fights I've ever seen in a TV show. Um, and what's his name? Soldier Boy. Who plays Soldier Boy? It's, um, who's the actor that plays Soldier Boy? That dude. I've forgotten his name. Um, Jensen Ackles, right? My God. Like, he, I never watched Supernatural. I don't know anybody that ever watched Supernatural, right? Do you know what? I was trying to think where I saw him before, and that, that's what it is. I've seen the adverts of him on Supernatural. Mm. Well, yeah. Supernatural's the only show... I've never show... watched it, but he's always been on TV. Su Supernatural's the, the only show he's been in since 2005. I mean... Yeah, that, he's the main character now. Yeah. <laughs> he was the main character in the show that wasn't yeah you know, it was it was like Buffy for I don't know after so he, he finished Buffy he, he, he was the Mel he was the Mel Buffy. Yeah him and his brother were the Buffies. And um I just think it's impressive the way that that he's been very there's very few times if you make a show like Supernatural, there's very few times as an actor you'll be allowed to go into something else very high profile or people will take you seriously, which is why people don't tend to do shows very long. And if you just want an example of how powerful, um, like the type of career he was having beforehand, go to his IMDb. Yeah, he's literally his career before before um, before um, Supernatural was. Um, let's see, 
Supernatural the Animation, couple of video games, Tron Evolution video game, Batman Under the Hood, Red Under the Red Hood, um, Smallville. He did a couple of episodes of that. Played oh, the character Green Arrow, wasn't he? Jason, no, he played a character called Jason Teague. Oh. Um, and Dawson's Creek. He played a character called CJ. Uh, Dark Angel. Uh, Blondie and the All-American Days of Our Lives, right? That's his sort of, those are the highlights of his career. And he now he's gone... Days of Our Lives sort of <laughs> Don't say that. He's left those days behind. So he's gone into <laughs> the boys. He's coming for one season and it's very rarely actors are allowed to do that, to jump. If you're in a show for that long, I think very rarely do you get to jump into something else and be a huge success. And I think this is guaranteed... Not that I'll be back in season three or four of all the boys. I doubt that's going to happen. But it's guaranteed that he'll be able to move on to other stuff. I don't see it's going to be long before Netflix, well, Marvel, dead, is he, so. or spoilers. Um, I don't think it's that long until Marvel. Don't get upset at me for mentioning. I see that look. <laughs> Come on, man! I don't say much. You you wouldn't like it, yeah? Spoilers. Um, I don't. I, I don't say much. This is this is my thunder. This is my yeah. show. <laughs> um. So it's kind of like it's one of those things. So he's done all right. He sort of made his first move, and I think it'll be okay. It's it's like it's like one of those things. Um, he, he's done. He's just. He do, I don't know. How, how did you feel? I think he's just done a good job. It's just one of the cast, isn't he? He's not. He's not the best. He's not mm. the worst. So you got your four main characters, and they're they're the the eye candy, and mm. you've got the background characters, and then you have got the back background characters. You know, mm. Superstars, star, extra. He's in the middle. For now, yeah. and now he's inside a Darth Vader's tomb, getting yeah. rebuilt. It's uh, he could be there for one season, two seasons, three seasons. You just mm. never know. Yeah, now he could. They be. might not bring him back. Yeah, but. no, I don't. I just think he's going to get picked up soon by by anyone else. I think he would have made a great Batman. I think he, he. I think I wouldn't be surprised if one of them pick him up. But for a finale episode, I think they should just kill Batman. I'm just fed up with Batman. <laughs> just kill Batman. Oh, and you're getting all the Batman fans hating on us. Um, I don't care. Um, I, I think. I feel yeah. like about the boys. You got Aquaman and Superman, and they're both assholes. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I agree with you there. I, I just think look. Those two are great. The boys is superb. Um, I'm more than happy with it. Great season. Not as great as season two or three. Still an amazing ending. Um, that is only the first season. No, no, but one season not as good as season one or two. I know season one. Well, I think because season one was like a complete shock to the system, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you had and, like Teen Titans and stuff that went to the extreme, and this just went from a five to a ten. Mm. You know, it's. And it stayed a 10 for season two. Yeah. And now it's gone down to an eight or nine. And, uh, 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 you know, true, true. And I, uh, But I do think at the end of the day, this is going to be, um, it's going to be interesting where they take the next season because it's definitely stepped away from the comic books in in this sense. And it's definitely much more complex than comic books in terms of writing and characterization. Well, this is when you start writing comic books to go with the TV show, isn't it? Yeah. That's what they want to do. It, it, it makes more money. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to rate this a. <laughs> I'm going to rate eight and a half for this season. I'm going to rate it. I'm going to give it a solid nine. I'm going with a solid nine for the boys. Really enjoyed it. Fairly good performance. Um, and for I'm the last two years, what... I've given it a ten. Yeah. And I think this is this has gone down a bit. It's it's an eight and a half for me. Mm. It's gone down a bit. It's not as. It had like two. Out there, eight episodes that were really good. Yeah. And the others like build ups to those two episodes. Yeah. Now with you, I, I think we've had it's it's been a good process. Um, I'm certainly excited to see where it goes. And you know, 
we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I think in the last first two seasons there was a real bad guy, wasn't there? With this one, there mm. wasn't a bad guy. It was a, a story to bring Soldier Boy into the into the fold, basically. Mm. And it forgot about the backstories that were already going on. Yeah. All right. Well, look, like I said, solid nine. You you went eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's a good score. That's a good score. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy with good. that. You know, it's not probably got more than Obi Wan Kenobi. I think on my books. <laughs> Speaking of Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Um, somebody, a guy, um, a super fan, shall we say, managed to do an edit of Obi Wan, and he edited it down to two and a half hours, um, without all the extra meat that they put in there. And that's available online. Yeah, yeah. Managed to edit it down to two and a half hours. I don't know. Yeah, seems all right. Two and a half hours. It's not bad. Um, they how, did. How, how long is the six episodes anyway? Um, I think the six episodes altogether is somewhere around like just around six hours, like or maybe like five and a half. Oh really? Well, yeah. So I think that's, pretty, that's a lot, I've, lot, I, lot I, right I, in between, isn't I'm it? I'm not. I'm not saying I've seen it um, yet. But I will say that you can find links to it online, and you know it might be worth finding out what you guys think. I if if you know I'm, I think I'm, maybe we should watch it. I'm 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 not going to say whether or not that would be a good thing due to copyright infringement, but it's definitely interesting that somebody done that. I know they did a cinematic release of it in the states. I don't know if that was a cut down version either, but they did that in the cinema. As well, so that in itself is quite quite interesting. Um, right, anything about anything else you want to share with people about the boys, Dave? Are you, are you, are you um... no? I just found like Black Noir's character was was it really worth having a story about him in the end? Yeah, I think so. I, I think um, I mean, the level the level of emotion because of that. With the, with the cartoon characters and all that rubbish. Mm. Um, I, I think it was. In the comic book, it's slightly different because in the comic book, Black Noir is actually a clone of the Homelander. And he actually goes around... The, the Homelander doesn't know he's a clone. And the home and Black Noir actually ends up going around committing crimes as Homelander. Why would they not send the Homelander mad? Because it's already been done, hasn't it? Like, if they, this is yeah, the thing that, yeah, you, no, no, but that's a legitimate question. But I always go, when you do adaptions of books, unless it's an historical account or something, what's the point of doing it exactly like the book? Because then, if everybody who's read it is going to be like, I know what happens. I know what happens. This is why George R. R. Martin's not going to finish Game of Thrones, right? Because <laughs> he still hasn't finished the last two books, right? So he's never, he's never gonna. Well, the, the, ser- the series finished before the books are finished. It was like, what the hell's going on there? True. True. Yeah, I mean, they um, released the last season before the last book was ever released. The last two books. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. But I don't blame him. Like, if you were writing the books and he's already told. He must have told the series makers how it ends, right? And all I've done is... look at the Faces episode, right? That was probably 80% of the fourth book. Mm. And they bunged it all into 50 minutes. Yeah. You know? It's like... Well, yeah, but George, if I was George Romine, I'd just leave it and go, do you know what? Fans can finish it however they want it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like I said, they slagged off everything about that last episode. Why would you want to finish your story off at this point? They're going to hate whatever oh, you write. It went Disney, though, didn't it? What with dragons and... Come on, it went Disney, that last episode. Mm. I don't know. I Look, I enjoyed it. I had no problem with it. It made perfect sense to me that it would end I that way. I enjoyed it until the actual last season, I think. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to disrespect you because of that, Dave. I think you, you sometimes I hope the new one comes out next month, doesn't it? Sometimes your insights are better than mine about that type of thing. Um, so yeah, all right, cool. Let's look forward to the prequels, like mm. episode one, The Phantom Menace. Yeah, um, right. So, what else is there? Let's see. 
what time are we at? Right, so um, as I said, I think we can get into this now. Um, me and Dave, we got off our, our booties, got up nice and early. Very early, actually. Uh, Dave got Frappuccino. No, Dave got a coffee. I got Frappuccino um, after trying three times, unsuccessfully the first two times. <laughs> and I'm upset. I do feel so sorry for anybody that works in Starbucks because whether or not Starbucks is busy, it's busy behind the counter and it's hard and I feel really bad because I had to make, I didn't make a complaint as such, but I was just like, look. I, made I, me laugh. I was the only one, only person out of all those orders that ordered the actual coffee at mm, the coffee shop. Yeah. Everyone else ordered frappuccinos and stuff. With coffee in it. And um, I had, had coffee in it. It's a milkshake. With coffee. Um, uh, and I had to make a complaint but I was like and I went to Black Sheep Coffee uh, who if you're looking to sponsor anybody um, I'm down with that and um, yeah I went to Black Sheep Coffee in the end because I was just like I can't I can't be dealing with your business I just can't be dealing with it and um, no I'm very much like you know what it's cool it's cool We we can work with this so we finally got to the cinema. Um, for a moment, we were worried because it looked like we weren't even going to get... It looked like, uh, for a moment, like we weren't even going to get the movie. Because what was happening, Dave, it, it didn't usually comes up and goes... Lights hey. up. Yeah. Yeah, 20 minutes in. And then, boom, lights down. No adverts, mm. straight to the movie. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah, it just uh, no, yeah, but we expected some trailers or whatever, but we didn't even get that. It just flew past uh, us, just bam, straight to the movie. Well, we did, we got a, an advert for a Ford car of some sort. Did we? I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, there was one um, advert and then it started the movie. So, right, so Thor Love and Thunder, which is the follow up to Thor Ragnarok, which is a film that sort of in its own way redefined the whole Thor mythos and brought a lot more comedy to it. There was always a sense, a sense of humour about the... Wait, wait, um, God, I think after Gardens of the Galaxy, that was the film after that, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think um, they, they had to catch up to how funny people found Gardens they, of the Galaxy. Uh, wasn't it more to do with like, people hated for the um, dark... Yeah, but dark. I never... I yeah, yeah, but a lot, a lot of people gave it really bad reviews um, and didn't really like it. And I was like, that's fine. But at the same time... But it's telling the story of how Odin got hold of the gauntlet and stuff. So... Yeah. And Loki and Thor's story. But it just... They sort of... They sort of it sort of diverged and then Ragnarok came about... And I don't know, it, it, I enjoyed Ragnarok, but I was like, the comedy in Ragnarok wasn't all that. It was more, you know, it was all right. No, the comedy in, in Ragnarok is all about Korg, isn't it? Yeah. Or uh, the know, Hulk. Without and... him, that, that film would be flat. <laughs> no, without Hulk. I think Hulk, Hulk sort of yeah, makes Hulk, Hulk, Hulk had, Yeah, Hulk had some, uh, some good um, but Korg was the main character. And it's very and much... Behold, f- he's also the director. Mm. So it's well, all yeah. about me. Um, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is very much the follow-up to that film because it throws itself even deeper into the comedy. And depending on where you are, so the, 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 the idea behind the story is that um, Gore, who's character paced by Christian Bale, who's no stranger to superhero films, is and finally gets to meet his god. I'm Batman. And he meets his god who turns out to be not a very nice person and revels in his suffering. And um Yeah, but he wasn't a nice god. He was he was no. an arsehole. And um and basically sends Christian Bale's character on a mission of vengeance, if you will, by his actions. Now for me, I'm I, I get it. You know, at this moment in time, people want more cheerful movies, but the whole subject matter of this film was really dark. And it's been, uh, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to take away. I did enjoy this film, right? 
I've got no, I've got no problem. Basically, someone that lost their faith. Yeah. I'm going to take out everyone else that's the leader of that faith. Yeah, religion's worst nightmare. An angry religious person who hates God. Right, because it's like, that. that's the premise of it. And my only problem with it is it's quite heavy. The whole film's quite a lot of heavy subject matter. And no spoilers, I swear. But there's some points in this movie where it's dealing with quite heavy subjects, but yet they're throwing the comedy round, and it's like, ooh, ooh. I don't, I don't know if if that really worked that well this time round. And I don't know. There are, some of the comedy is funny. I think it's more yeah. of the comedy, visual comedy, mm. made me laugh more than the actual yeah. comedy. Which is a lot saying. in this. Um, like when Nick Fury run up, rung four up, it said Nick Furry. <laughs> And I was laughing at that. I didn't even notice that. That's how wrong yeah, Nick Furry. I was laughing. Um, and when they went to the ice cream store, it was called like Infinity Scones or something like that. Oh, when they Infinity Cones. Up, Infinity yeah. Cones, it was called. And I was laughing because it's like instead of Infinity Stones, it was like. And it was also. Visual comedy. What, what, look, how can I put it? It's not that I hate it. How would I do it if it was me, is the way I'll put this. So there's this whole section in this film where they talk about the Guardians and their little village and how they commercialised it. If that was me making that film, I would have made it more about how, actually, these are the last of the Guardians. They've made it to Earth. They've found a little spot. And actually, they don't they like people made it there. to Disneyland, didn't they? Yeah. They don't like people there. They don't want people coming up with cameras up their nose, up their wazoo. And actually, no, there wouldn't be any tourist ships there because they'd keep them away. But yet, this is, they've turned it into a theme park. And that really, you know, that to me made no sense. It's funny. No, it's in, absolutely it was, it was a fishing village, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like it's, a little fishing village, and that was it. Yeah, it's actually it is it is funny that they did that, but it makes no sense that they've done that. And actually, I'd I'd very much be like, no, we don't want. We just survived the destruction of our world. Thanks for letting us have a place on Earth, but we don't want you know Wazoo's running around the village like this is Harry Potter. But that was more Valkyrie's fault, wasn't it? Because she yeah. she she done that. Yeah, but I, I, Valky more than most would have been like, no, I would have thought. You know, what I mean, they've gone through enough. But anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean about the humour in this film. It's very on the nose. It's, they don't they dial these jokes in, right? And it's very on the nose. And yes, you. I sat in the cinema and laughed a few uh, a few times. I found it funny, but I don't know if the humour suited this film. And you're uh, and like, like I said, it sounds silly that I'm saying that. But if you if you follow some of the storyline in this, which I won't talk about, but there's stuff happens to characters where you're like, that's just not. That's that's pretty like okay, really? We're, we're, this is how we're, we're doing it. All right. Um and I, I think that's where a, a lot of the audience and a lot of the like reviews Russell Crowe's character was completely pointless. We, look, all I'm saying is uh, it's not a spoiler to mention who he is, because Russell I think they already announced it. Um Russell Crowe's character is playing Zeus. Yeah, not Jesus. Not Jesus. Not not no. you know, not not he's not South American. No, it's it, and again, I um I know they need to get big names into this. But considering the amount of time these big names are in these films, why do they keep hiring? Why do you hire an Aussie actor to play an ancient Greek god? I get the connection, like this vague connection to Rome, and because he was a gladiator, all the rest of it. Yeah, no, but Greek, Greek, Greek gods and Roman gods are completely different again. But as Marvel's already established, right, the gods in the Marvel universe exist irrelevant of being worshipped. I think it's because it was all filmed in Australia, wasn't it? This film was so, it. I thought it was. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. And I think it was during COVID and stuff like that. Okay, so it's easy right. to get. Uh, well, so it was just TVs like, and Aussie actors, not only do they hire him to be a, a Greek god, but the the connection, like the connection between the Asgardians and the Vikings, is vague in this. They're, they're not they're not Vikings. Saul said he's not a Viking. Um, the Vikings just worship them. Why has Russell Crowe got the worst Greek accent? Hey, he was, like man, he? he was like a pet man. Get out of your face. You know, I haven't heard a Greek accent that bad Get since, out my you show. know, what was it Stavros? 
Yeah. But I'll, yeah, it was like I haven't heard a, a, a Greek accent that bad in the entire of my life. And I, but it was still hilariously funny because Russell Crowe played it like cheese is, is the core of this one. And it, in that sense, it worked really well. Um, and but this is where the comedy spoils it. I think we could have done a mu- with much more time with these gods. Um, I find it strange that Zeus is seen as the god of gods when there's well, so Zeus many. Is the god of gods. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I found it strange that he was the god of gods. As he is, is the god of gods in the Marvel universe. No, in in the real universe, Zeus is the the father of Hades. Okay. Well, yeah, of the Greek gods, but in yeah. this in this scene, there's so gods he's from the loads god of gods. Well, no, because there's loads of other. And Neptune's his brother, you know. It's it's. No, I'm I'm just no because they weren't there were no Greek gods in that scene apart from Zeus. No, yes, yeah, so, no, yeah, because it was the go- it was the gods of gods. Yeah, but that, that makes no sense because why would the god? Why would he be the Almighty God? Because he is the Almighty. <laughs> Zeus is the Almighty. Only in the, the Greek. Gods. Only with the Greek gods. No, in all, in all the gods, Zeus is the, the king. No, not in the Marvel. No, I'm not having this. He's never. Zeus isn't uh, even mentioned in the Marvel universe. No, that's the Zeus first is, time he's been mentioned. Zeus is Greek mythology. Yeah, but he's not. Like, they're gods from the Aztec Empire, isn't it? Yeah, they, even they even him. even. They, they didn't um, mention him. Huh? They showed him, but they didn't mention him. Well, yeah, they did, and they had what's his name's god there. Um, Who's um Korg's god there? It it I, the, it it made no sense that Zeus would be the god of gods, right? But a rel- I don't want to get caught up on well, that Odin too much. Was the other god of gods, wasn't he? But well, he, no, uh, he, apparently Zeus was the highest, the high. Apparently, um, because he's the player. Well, yeah. Well, clearly by this he, he was. He just wants to laugh at joke and orgies. But until he got until he got Thor naked, at which point the whole thing changed. He got a bit jealous to me. Um. I just, I don't know. I, I didn't hate it. Please understand. And I Dave, I'm sure you must have heard me giggle a few times, even when you were sitting that far away. But I found it, I did find it funny. Um, it just felt a bit rushed. The need for comedy made those scenes feel a bit too rushed. I just rushed. thought the whole story was all over the place for this. Um, a little bit. There I think two, there, were, there must have been, I think there was what, four stories, five stories? I think it could have done. Once, and then they try and link it up and the link up wasn't good. Jane could have done with that whole story with Jane could have done with its own film. Um, because I think that storyline's strong enough that it could have carried itself and it got reduced to a moment in it. And also, a lot of fans are complaining because they don't understand where the Marvel Universe is going. And I think you're wrong, I think we could tell clearly where it's going now. And I think we're actually because I have some time to think about it, but we'll come back to that in a moment. Um the film no, moves on. It's, it's, it's all going to go to like the God of God world, isn't it? You look oh, at the Eternals, we'll get, we'll you, look at the, we'll, we'll, you look at this. We'll get back to that in a minute. Universe of madness. It's all going to go to gods. Well, no, no, no. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're going to, I think it's leading into one of a few things. But I think this is laying down a lot of the groundwork for what's going to be coming in the, in the Marvel universe. Just as I think for. Dark World did. It didn't do much, but obviously one of the Infinity Stones it appeared. laid the grounds for everything. Yeah. I think the cast in this are really good. Natalie Portman, thank God they gave her something to do in this film that wasn't just didn't involve kissing Thor. Um, otherwise, it would have been a waste of time. She has some great scenes. Thor's have Even Thor's hammer um, axe. I, I, love great the, I, love, I, I love the Stormbreaker and Monyo Daddy. Yeah. Um, hatred of each other <laughs> yeah and it works i think they could have taken it a little bit further um in terms of storytelling because it works really really well um but the I, best thing about it was he would talk to both of them mm, and there would be no reply only he mm, could hear them. i think the one thing that disappointed me a little bit about this is the way thor especially at the start of this film doesn't seem to have developed as a character from the first full film. Part of the issue with him was his arrogance. Um, and and this sort of... He hasn't grown by this film. In fact, if anything, he's worse because he seems to have no well, I sense think, I, of... I think it's because he's modelled himself on Peter Quill, hasn't he? 
he, yeah, he a little Peter bit, but after everything he's gone through, you'd think he'd <clears throat> so he's he'd, gone a bit stupid and a bit wacky. yeah, and it was it was really silly. Like the opening sequence, what his actions do, those were the actions of old Thor. Do you get what I mean? It was, it was yeah. childish Thor, and for the sake of comedy, I thought that was really a bit disappointing for the character development in that sense. But I enjoyed it. So do you know what I mean? Like even though was, if you look at the Guardians, they're like oh. God. Yeah. It was like the, the But that's what I mean. Up. I thought that Thor had grown up a little bit since the first Thor film um, and his actions since then. And it just looks like there's been no growth for the character. And hopefully, I think by the end of this film, there is some. Um, but I thought Matt Damon was good again, though. Um, good. Yeah, I'm surprised that he, he's happy to just do that in the Marvel universe. Uh, I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant that he just does that. Mm. Just plays Loki, <laughs> and um, and they're already getting ready for the for the next film, aren't they? You know, yeah. Oh, what should we do next? Even even Vin Diesel's character group has had growth. <laughs> you know, he gets paid fifty million per film. Not fifty. They don't pay that much. I think they that's... pay Vin Diesel fifty million a film. No, not for that. There's no way yeah. he gets 50 million for, for one of Fast and Furious, yes, I can see him getting 50 no, million, but not for doing 50 million a film. No, no, because I, I could do yeah, that. Yeah, because he's an executive it. producer and everything for it. No, I, I can, there's no way. Not the budget on those I was films. Look, I was looking at it, it was like, he get, that's how much he gets paid. No, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not buying that. It may be in residuals, but the, you can't, the budget on Thor could have been more than well, I think he's probably got million. like, like, um, What's his face had with Han Solo? He's got all. Yeah, it must be residuals because it. there's no way he's getting off the back of that. Um, I am Groot. The Guardians, years. if you're going to this film to, for the Guardians, please be warned the Guardians are only in this film for maybe 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah, if, if that. No, um, uh, 10 minutes. They're in a total of 10 minutes and that's it. If you're going for this film for lots of Thor, you're going to get that. Um, Jamie Alexander also makes a bit of a return. I hope Marvel. Yeah, I think doing... the Guardians is just a build-up for the Christmas special, really. That's why they're in it. Yeah, and like I all the think... quotes and everything there lead up to the Christmas special. Yeah, I go with that. But oh, and, 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 and I'd add also whatever they're going to be doing with the future of the Marvel universe. I would I would put in that as well. Jamie Alexander, I've got a feeling she's going to be popping up in um, Loki. Um, she's re- makes a return to this film, but again, she doesn't do much in it. But I reckon Loki season two is where Disney's probably going to be using her because um, she played quite a big part in season one of Loki. Um, her, her, her image ghosted, and I think it'd be quite interesting to see where that goes. Um, Tessa Thompson, what do you think of her? King Valkyrie, were you all right with that one? I think her sarcasm. She, she continues to be very much character. You know it's a great, it's a great character, and I think it just this film ruined it because mm. it led the, all the other films that led her to be the great king of this new Asgard, mm. and she just looked like a complete joke. Mm. You know, being like a a ghetto princess, basically. Yeah. You know, and it, that's not how her character's been being portrayed for the last few films. It's, yeah, she's always been like the tough. Tough woman wants to. Well, she's still things. pretty tough, though. And then she came, she came out like Barack Obama wearing basketball jerseys and everything else. Mm. Like, come on, man. Yeah, she was still a badass. I, I need to fight for the country, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But it wasn't the Valkyrie that you've had for the last few films. Well, no, she's no longer a drunk. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's like you've just taken away the whole character's persona. Mm. And changed it to a different person, basically, but with the same face. Mm. All right, okay, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, I she she doesn't play as big a role as she did in the first film. She's there more as um as a, a, a pin psychic for Jane. yeah, well, a psychic to Thor until Jane comes along. Um, I was surprised they didn't develop a relationship for her. Because um, there was so much talk about that after the second, after Ragnarok. There was so much talk about that, but nothing happens there. And um, what I find, but there's, look, let me tell you this, oh, right? Korg's Cor- Cor- <laughs> boyfriend at the end made me laugh. Well, that whole story about Korg and the way that when you meet another guy, the yeah. same, 
And it's like, what, what, that's... Was his, what, what was his mate's name? Oh, Giuseppe or something. <laughs> we had a moose to rock man with a moustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't hesitate to do that with this film. And it is, at the end of the day, all about love to a large degree. And I think about, you know, finding someone that means something for you. And trust me, it does have a happy ending at the end of this film. Just, but there's a lot of dark bits in between. And I, like, like I said, I, I think just yeah, wow. It does to go it. very dark, especially when it goes black and white. Yeah. Um, and I think lots of people get a lot of good moments, especially the Guardian kids. I'm like, it's a weird scene. Like, when you actually think about what's happening in it, and I don't want to spoil it, but it works suspiciously well. Now, obviously, um, if I was going to give this film alone a rating, I think that rating at the moment would be a seven and a half. I enjoyed it, but I think it was... It, was, it needed a bit more work on the script. I love... Um, to, Taika Waititi, I do. I think he's brilliant, but this is the subject matter was, I think, a bit too heavy for this amount of comedy, and I think it could have been. It, it, it deserves a bit more work on that script to make it a bit more tighter. Maybe get rid of the Guardians of the Galaxy at the start. Maybe treat. Um, yeah, that was that Thor. was the point. Of Fifteen minutes. Yeah, maybe treat it, Thor. That was literally like where is Thor now, basically. Yeah. It would have been nice to treat Thor a bit more seriously as a character that has grown and still have humour in there. But he just... There's no difference between this Thor at the start of this film he and Thor in the first still, movie. Was he still fat Thor when the last film was on? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, because he becomes, he becomes fat after Endgame, doesn't he? So... Um, yeah, for Infinity no, Thor. And yeah, Endgame, he's still fat. Yeah, I thought he lost all the weight and then they just showed another... No, no, he doesn't lose it because at the end of that, he's still... He, you know, because he, he gets a body armour and he looks a bit buff, but he's got berserker armour on. But he looked more like a Viking with the belly than um, he does in the films. So, yeah, I just think it's it's good. It, it's got some deep... Like, the whole thing about God to lose your face is really deep. There's Guardian Kids... I think they, I I've got I've got a feeling that the Young Avengers, some of them might be appearing again at a later date in the Young Avengers and some Marvel projects. They're, 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 they're bringing in certain characters, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think that's you know what I mean. Out of all those kids, you had the one. Mm. You know. Yeah. And even at the end, they mentioned the, about that one. Yeah. It looked like. Um, and I think. The right, so your, your big questions, Dave. What's your score first of all before we say any more? Yeah, I'm with you seven, seven and a half, I'm in between, maybe seven and a quarter. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, I think it's that's a film, and that's not saying it's it, a bad it needed, film. It needed, it needed work, yeah, there was like work. five stories going on, exactly. Like, but maybe um, they all link up, and I hope I'm not influencing you, Dave, because I love it when you when you're you know. You, you've got your own thing there. No, but I've got a funny feeling they might all link up to something. That's Which why brings, so me, different brings me on to my next point. Um, do stay until the credits roll up, because I think both of those indents are worth staying to watch, just because I think I know where this is going. Because I was speaking to Dave about this after film. Like, it didn't feel like it felt like it was going somewhere, but I think I know where it's going now. And I think, one, they're building up to the introduction of the Fantastic Four. Because all these elements are quite fantastical. They're big elements. They're, they're building up to the Fantastic Four, one. Well, of course they are. And two, they're building up... At the up... end of Doctor Strange, it was like, come with me, blah, blah, blah. And then mm. even this one, it was like, this is going to happen. They're building up to some version of um, Secret Wars. Uh, and now Secret Wars in the comic book, they have different versions of it. And I think the last version was Battle World which was like a world which was made up of all the different Marvel universes. I think that's where this is leading. Doctor Strange started off with its uh, version of the Illuminati and introducing Earth 613. And at the end of Doctor Strange, they mentioned the incursions. And I think this is going to be a similar thing. And I don't think, although this film says this is the last time we're seeing certain characters, I'm pretty certain it's not. And I think you're going to see Asgard itself return. 
in the next couple of years. I think you're going to see a lot of the old gods return as well, because I think something big's coming. I don't think it's Galactus. It would be nice to see the big guy appear in the Marvel Universe. But I don't think it would just destroy everything that they're building up to, isn't it? Not unless you've got a Fantastic Four, baby. But I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, again, I think all those elements are coming. Uh, The one big complaint I have about this movie is Marvel needs to get away from this wish. This, like, clicking the fingers, Infinity Stones, wishing stuff. Oh, Saturday, the cinema was going, really? Another? Is that is that what we're doing now again? Um, I, I, I just stop it. I, I don't know. No, ah, it's time to stop that business now. Um, unless they're going to do something with it that works a bit more. But even with um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it's all about wishes and wanting things to be in a different way. And I think they need well, yeah, to it's stop. All, it's that. all about having a different world and different life, isn't it? Mm. And what could have been. And that's why I think the multiverse of madness, this is why I think Battle World's coming. Because all those different versions of the Marvel Universe, I don't, because they've even started doing it with um, the X Men. They're calling them legacy films. Their whole Netflix stuff is a, you know, it's all connected. I think you're going to see Battle World, and I think you're going to see all the characters come back, and it be a sort of soft or hard reboot for the Marvel Universe. They can't not make another Captain America film. They can't not make another Iron Man film, and they'll recast these roles as they go along. And this version of the Marvel Universe will end. Oh, it's just going to be like they've done. How many different Hulk films we had over the years? Yeah, but uh, I'd love it if they bring back Lou Ferrigno. It's like Lou. I know you don't. You know, you're not quite looking at the, the, the part, so we're going to CG you up, but you're going to be this version. Oh, just bring, bring him in for, like, one of the multiverses. Yeah, different but that's Hulk. what I mean. They're going to be, like, you're going to be a different Hulk, so we're going to CGI you up a bit, okay? Because clearly he's not going to be as bulky as he was back then. Um, I don't know. When he was in The King of Queens, he was still quite a big... Uh, no, you don't. You, you don't. You, wouldn't, you do want him to look bigger. I think it would be nice if they do a Hulk. He's, he's, he's got to be in his 70s now, though. Yeah, it would be nice if they do a Hulked out version. Or he could be like, um, not Old Man Hulk. Um, uh, there's a villainous old version of Hulk. I can't remember what his, um, the Marquis. I can't remember exactly what his name is, but I think that'd be really cool. But Lee Fringer, I don't think he's got the acting range to pull it off. But what you see? I used to think that about Dave Bautista. And he's definitely blown me away in nearly everything he's done since he's left. Um, the only bad film I saw... Did he even speak in this film? Hmm? Yeah, he does a little bit. Did he? Yeah, he's got one line. Let's go. <laughs> um, the, the reason why I used to think Dave Bautista was, didn't have any range is the one film I saw him in after he'd done wrestling... His only scene was where he's looking down a barrel of a gun and he blows his head off. And I was like, well, clearly they didn't want him saying anything. But Dave Batista's come a long way. And although he's mad at Marvel for not developing um, Drax, Drax has made people appreciate him as an actor a lot more than any other role he's done. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that says a lot for that, for that as a whole. So do stay until the end. Um, there's two quite nice uh, moments right up in the end and I think it's worth staying for were you happy with those were you happy to wait Dave I didn't want to mm. because I really wanted to go to the toilet <laughs> but you were I happy it for like the last half hour like oh yeah. man I need to watch the end of this film mm. and then the, the, the second credit scene just took forever to scroll past yeah but then with Doctor Strange I didn't wait I went home and on the way home in the cab, I looked at YouTube and saw the end credits. So, mm. well, yeah, there's a, a lot of people film the end credits now. Not that we're endorsing people do that. No, but, but... It's just like, <laughs> like when I saw Doctor Strange, I was really pissed off because mm. yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. just full of people just talking through the whole film, so it really annoyed me anyway. Yeah, that took away a little bit. And I always stay behind and watch these films, but. When people in the cinema, I didn't for I didn't for Spider I didn't for Spider Man, and I don't think I did for Doctor Strange. Stay behind because the Sony ones I find are usually quite bad. Um, Morbius one was really bad. There was no need. Did I stay for Morbius? Yeah, we did. Did we? We went together. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, I, I look, I can go on for hours about it. I don't want to spoil this film, so I think it's time me and Dave brought it to a close. But overall, um, fantastic. Seven and a half. Definitely worth going to the cinema if you can go widescreen, because especially the whole Zeus God of God. Well, we scene, went to the fantastic. Yeah. I, I think it does need that a big graphics. I thought, I thought the quality of the actual film we watched on was really bad. Mm. I, I think a really big screen um, would suit this better, especially if some of the scenes are absolutely massive. The set it wasn't even an IMAX version, was it? Mm, no, I think that's what was bad as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say give it a shot, peeps. I'm I'm seven and a half. Take the family. You're gonna have a good day out. Uh, if you want, you can wait until it's streaming. But I would say hit it in the summer. It's worth the journey. Christian Bale oh, plays the villain. It's streaming um, quite, quite early, won't it? I, I think he's in, in terms of villain. He's got a lot more in common with. Um, I guess he's got a lot more reason to do what he does than Thanos did. <laughs> and, um, more of the who was the great one? Is one before that? Loki, Floki. But great Oh, you go. I'm getting a lot of feedback from you there, Dave. I don't know what's happened. That's because of my head moved. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'd, I'd say give it a shot. I, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with it. I enjoyed watching it. Um, and I, I, def, I don't think I'd go... Maybe it was the great it guy from X-Men he reminded me of. What, Magneto? They're both grey baddie. We've had a lot of those down the times. Oh. Maybe we'll tell you in our next one. I've watched too much stuff. It might not be part of the <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Right, ladies and gentlemen, the next couple of weeks, there's a few films coming out. We will be there to review them. There's also so much TV coming back that I'm sure we'll have something to talk about. It has well, many. Have a massive month next month. Yeah. So. so we'll have a lot for you as we move forward through what is the greatest stage to be in that ever. But there you go. I've got some love. Dave's got some thunder for this film. Seven and a half from me. It was seven and a half from you, Dave? Seven and a quarter. Seven and a quarter. I'm going in between seven and seven and a half. And there's your bounty from the boys from Boss. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Dave. Thank you. Everybody, have a nice night. That's it for now. English culture.